Hello and welcome to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard. Thank you so much for joining us for another segment. Going to be speaking with Dr. Samuel Lederman about the positive results from the Phase 3 Skylight 1 and Skylight 2 clinical trials that deal with certain aspect of menopause. Welcome to Health Professional Radio, Dr. Lederman. Thanks for joining us. Thank you, Joe. Okay. Oh, um, give our listeners a bit of your professional background, and then let's talk a, a little bit about these clinical trials dealing with menopause. Uh, sure. Um, uh, I am an OBGYN. I'm practicing in South Florida. I've been practicing here for 30 years. Um, as you can imagine, in South Florida, we have uh, an elderly population, um, all kinds of lifestyles. And so menopause is something that we see every day, and it's something that we've been working on in clinical trials for many years. Palm Beach Obstetrics and uh, Gynecology, is, is that correct? Right. I'm the managing partner. We're a group of six physicians. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we do the, the, the breadth of OBGYN. We do some, uh, some work in obstetrics, maybe about 30% of our time. But the majority of my time, especially as I get older, I've, I've been doing this for 30 years. Mm-hmm. I have aged with my patients. And so uh, we're, we're all now entering our menopause years, as it were. The phase three trial, Skylight 1, Skylight 2, what specific aspect of uh, menopause were these Skylight trials focused on? Well, most of the time we look at vasomotor symptoms because those are the symptoms uh, that are most distressing for our patients. But interestingly, um, these particular series of studies also looked at quality of life issues. Mm -hmm. Quality of life uh, as it relates to, to work, relationships, sexual health, mental health. Pretty much all of those okay. of the above. Um, we are looking really at things like uh, sleep deprivation, mm-hmm. concentration issues, things that happen in menopause that alter the work productivity for our patients. It can impact their personal relationships. Um, and so even just um, subjective things like irritability, anxiety, fatigue, these are all related to menopause and affect many of our patients to some extent. You mentioned the, uh, the vasomotor symptoms, also known as hot flashes. Do all menopausal women experience hot flashes or are they an issue for some? About 80% of women will experience some degree of hot flashes. Mm-hmm. Uh, some patients breeze through it and uh, coast through menopause easily. Other patients suffer greatly. And the average uh, uh, time that they will suffer through these vasomotor symptoms is actually seven or eight years. Wow. So it's a quite significant part of their life that's affected for, for, for part of their life that's very productive. As people are working and and, uh, time of their lives and their careers, that's very important to them. Now, this seven to eight years, do the hot flashes just all of a sudden stop or is treatment necessary for these hot flashes? You know, it's not necessary. It's something that's really a quality of life. Mm -hmm. Um, So, um, but as you can imagine, being woken up three, four times a night is going to lead to daytime fatigue, uh, problems concentrating. So, if you can uh, help people, uh, even even to some extent, um, to deal with these hot flashes, uh, it really is a great quality of life service for them. Are these symptoms dealt with via hormone therapy 100% of the time? Are there different therapies traditionally for hot flashes? Or as you say, some women just breeze through them, as you said. Others suffer greatly. Traditionally, what has been the, uh, the go-to? Um, when I finished my residency program 30 years ago, the, um, the party line was hormone replacement. Um, everybody was a big believer in that kind of treatment. Uh, observationally, it was very successful. And there was all sorts of uh, uh, retrospective evidence showing that it was beneficial. Uh, uh, as more information came out, especially uh, the... Um, 
Women's Health Initiative trial that came out in the late 90s, that all changed because uh, HRT was noted to have an increased incidence of breast cancer and heart disease. So there was a huge retreat. This was big news in the media, and uh, most of the patients actually stopped uh, taking HRT as, as, just as, as a fear uh, of some of these complications arose. Uh, so that put physicians in a bind. Um, and when I have a patient in front of me who is suffering from uh, hot flashes, uh, I have a, a list of uh, a menu, as it were, of things that we can offer them. And the first thing that I offer them is actually over-the-counter medications, nutraceuticals, uh, things such as black cohosh and uh, primrose oil and, and other compounds of manufacturers that I've put together um, nutraceuticals that that work to some extent, but they're they're definitely limited. But for many patients, that's a really good starting point because there's no risk, uh, there's no side effects, uh, it's very safe, uh, and however the, the the efficacy is very limited. Um, if if that doesn't work and they're willing to consider hormone replacement, then we definitely go uh, through that discussion, and there is an extensive uh, essentially consent that we have to go through just in case. Um, they are not aware of it, and we have to document in our charts that there's uh, risks uh, involved, even though they're small. The risk of breast cancer and heart disease are small, slightly elevated, but nevertheless, we, we have to let them know. Um, and then the third option is uh, compounds such as Wellbutrin or, or anti-anxiety agents that have been shown in, in some studies to also decrease um, vasomotor symptoms. So those are kind of the three uh, commercially available uh, choices that we have right now. So what were uh, some of the findings and uh, takeaways from the Skylight 1 and 2 trials? Well, uh, you know, Neil, this is a, a very exciting compound. Um, this compound is, um, just uh, in terms of the technical aspect, it's a neurokinin-3 receptor antagonist. It actually act, uh, acts uh, on the hypothalamus in the area of the brain that controls thermal regulation. So it's a novel product uh, working in a non-hormonal way to reduce hot flashes. Uh, so it just opens up a whole new area of uh, potential treatment options for us that um, has the efficacy that we're looking for, but doesn't have the risk associated with HRT. About how many women uh, were enrolled in these trials and how long were they in these trials? Well, we were fortunate to start a relationship with the company many years ago. So we've actually been involved in multiple trials. Uh, at the phase two level, uh, there were several trials, and, but now we're engaged in the phase three trial. And in the phase three trial that we're participating in, there are over 1,700 women um, in three different arms. Uh, so one arm is placebo, and then there's two arms at two different dosages. You mentioned earlier some of the uh, options that had no side effects. What about side effects of this compound in the uh, Skylight trials? Uh, this trial is ongoing, so uh. it, it's still something that we're blinded as investigators. Mm -hmm. uh, we do not see anything really untoward or any, anything dramatic. Our site is uh, uh, following about 70 patients on this trial. Uh, but again, we're blinded. So our patients are blinded, we're blinded, and so we haven't really... Um, seen um, any kind of effect that we can attribute to the drug. But on the other hand, we do get the, um, the communication if there's any kind of uh, serious adverse events or adverse events. And so the company keeps track of that and they would uh, 
they're really monitoring the product for safety and the studies being monitored by an institutional review board, as you know, that will make sure that the patients are uh, treated in the safest way possible during the trial. My partners and I are very excited about this product because it's something that's necessary in the marketplace. We really like something that's safe and effective and that is not hormonal for this particular indication. As baby boomers uh, enter menopause and suffer from these uh, effects, um, I think that this is a product that uh, will be very successful in the marketplace and uh, something that practitioners as well as patients will use frequently. Dr. Lederman, I appreciate a website where we can learn more about the Phase 3 Skylight 1 and uh, Skylight 2 trials and more about Palm Beach obstetrics and gynecology. Uh, absolutely. Um, we have uh, the website at uh, pbobgyn.com. We also have our clinical trial center, which is altusresearch.com. Uh, and most of this information can actually be um, gleaned from the Acellus website, the manufacturer, uh, as well as um, drugdev.gov, and uh, even Wikipedia has a nice article talking about this particular compound. Well, I appreciate you joining us here on the program. Thanks so much. It was a pleasure, Neil. You've been listening to Health Professional Radio. I'm your host, Neil Howard, in conversation with Dr. Samuel Lederman, obstetrician and gynecologist and founding member of Palm Beach Obstetrics and Gynecology. Audio copies of this program are available at hpr.fm and healthprofessionalradio.com.au. You can also subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. Listen in, download at SoundCloud, and be sure and subscribe to our YouTube channel at youtube.com, Health Professional Radio.